<laughs> Dude, I'm like, I'm, I'm stuck on this couch, man. I'm not going to be able to get up after we record. I'm still full from yesterday, midday. You guys had a feast. Yeah. We ate a lot of, I ate five cupcakes, like a pint and a half of ice cream. We were, we were seeing if we could eat 10,000 calories. I think I got 8,600, oh. which was almost there, but I gave up. At that point, I couldn't. I couldn't walk. I was like, "It's time to tap out." Dude, I can't walk because Grayson had me doing so many squats yesterday. We did leg day, and Ethan hasn't worked his skinny legs out in who knows how long—a long time. But thanks, man. I worked them out yesterday. He did a lot of he did a lot of squats, and he honestly had good form with his squats. I get mad when Ethan does workouts with bad form because I've I've worked really hard to do the amount of workouts that I do, like the number of workouts, like. I'm always trying to increase the amount of pull-ups that I can do and push-ups and stuff like that. And then when I go and do them, I'll get like 50. And then Ethan will go after me and he'll get 50, but he does them with like the poorest form ever because so it makes it really easy. And he thinks he's as good as me at working out, but he's not. So I always try to critique his form because I get kind of angry when I see that. And like, I just want, just want to make sure that he knows, I just want to make sure that he knows that he, uh, he in fact cannot do 50 good reps. Grayson but just his squats je- are good. Can you fucking stop? Grayson just gets jealous when I make everything look easy, so I'll just say that. It's not true. All right, what are we going to talk about? Well, uh, one thing that I need to put you guys back on is you're, I'm not letting you forget about the Mount Rushmore fourth musical artist oh, because uh, yes. that's been on my mind. <laughs> it's been on my mind more than the normal human, so I need to know who that number four is, and I got some follow-up questions, so I'm putting you back on the spot. Okay, so last week we said our Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is four people. So our musical artist, Mount Rushmore, was Ben from Band of Horses, Kid Cudi, and Kevin Parker of Tame Impala. And we couldn't come up with a fourth. I came up with my fourth. I think I came up with my fourth, too. Wait, should we say it at the same time? To see if we have the same fourth? Yes, do it. Okay, imagine we did. We probably do. I mean, we already have the same three right now. All right, Ryan, give us give us a countdown. All right, three, two, one. Lil Lil Wayne. Wayne. Oh, (laughs) we do. That wasn't even planned. It wasn't, dude. Lil Wayne is the fucking goat. Lil Wayne is a like, dude. I can't even explain it. Lil Wayne changed my life. It's a Starting in sixth grade, I was obsessed with Lil Wayne, dude. I remember on my art portfolio, we had to like decorate our art portfolio in seventh grade, and my decoration was just writing Lil Wayne all over it a million times. I'm not even kidding you. Dude, Lil Wayne was, he pumped me up before all my wrestling matches when I was younger, everything. And then as I got older and I was like able to understand what he was talking about in his music, I was like, how do you think of this? Mm-hmm. And I mean, he writes from a crazy perspective because he's been through... His walk of life is, you know, is very different than mine. And he also writes like a lot about, I think, his emotion and his journey and stuff like that through his walk of life. It's and it, walk of life is a species. Um, what? Yeah, it is. Like walks of life are different. Different species. walks of life. Yeah, his walk, his path, his path, his path of life. That I think, I think that's how you say it. No, walk of Ethan. life is like a donkey versus like a frog. Those are two different walks of life. Well, listen, Lowen's a god versus versus a human, so he's a different different species of I guess so. of, of human. Yeah, he's he is not a human. Yeah, he's not a human being. Ethan, he, he even, even has an album. He even said he it. He even has an album. album. I'm not a human being. So confirmed different walk of life yeah Yeah, he's just a genius dude and like 
honestly listening to some Lil Wayne songs like where he really gets into his like storytelling it's almost like watching a movie like I can listen to a Lil Wayne song like three times in a row and I'll feel like I watched like an hour long movie because yeah. it just paints such a vivid picture and like his just like double entendres and stuff it's just like bro how do you think of that it's crazy his, like every lyric that he has it has like seven different meanings and 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 he like planned it to be that way and it's just so fucked it's like how does a human being think of that i don't know maybe he's not a human being like he said in that one song and the entire album yeah he thinks isn't there a thing really where he doesn't um write his lyrics down oh yeah true he doesn't even write how the fuck do you do that so basically he said that he goes in the studio and then he he starts freestyling over a beat um and then he just whatever he likes that he that he comes up with on the fly he writes it down and then resays it into his songs. He's also like a fun dude. He has like a recording studio and a skate park in like the same building and that's where he like records and and hangs out. And it's really cool that he's like just he skates every day. I saw like an interview where he was like yeah, I got vans on all the time just in case I want to skateboard at any time. And I'm like that's dope. Yeah. Also Look at Young Money, and then look who came out of Young Money. He like, started Young Money, I believe, he, or was one of the he did. founders. I, 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 I mean, dude, he's the face of Young Money. I don't care what anyone says, and he and he founded a lot of people, and people have said it. I mean, Drake said it in that song that's that's re going viral again because that remix, Weezy F made me, which is also so cool for Drake to say and so like humble. I think that's dope that he's like paying that respect yeah, to, to Lil Wayne right for discovering him and everything like that. Lil Wayne just. Helped me discover my seventh grade self. He also helped discover no, Lil, that. Dude, Lil Wayne's just a goat. I mean, he's that, a goat. That, that wraps it up. Do you have any, um, maybe like honorable mentions, people that were close, close mm. you know? Yeah. Um, so, Gray and I really liked Sticky Fingers, the band, Australian band. Yeah. Um, so many memories around their music. Yeah. Uh, it's I, crazy. I can like really, I try to save all their albums for when I'm in Australia because every time I listen to them I want to be back in Australia and I start like freaking out and I'm like I need to go back um if I need to go on a long run and I put sticky fingers on they'll, they'll like I'll forget about like running yeah it won't, it won't suck anymore they're another artist that I can just type in sticky fingers on Apple music in my phone and then just hit shuffle songs and any song that comes on that they created I will listen to yep Hmm, who else? Are they an older band? I haven't I've no. never heard of them. No, they're pretty young. They're, no. just, they're they're pretty big in Australia, so maybe not the states quite yet, but no, they're a pretty pretty much every Australian. Think about band. like the past 8 years they've yeah. been creating music. Oh, okay. Okay, who else? Uh, and then yeah, I was going to say if you can't think of any other honorable mentions, what about like artists that are kind of up and coming that you're like maybe in 10 years you could see kind of moving up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Fe- this is this is another honorable mention. Phoenix, mm. they're a French band. They make the song "Listomania" nineteen oh one. Dude, I, I I like I got into them. I, I always love those two songs, but I got into them heavy, like in the past two years. And like Ethan said, you, they're like the band that you could just for me that I could just shuffle and I won't I won't skip any of their songs. Dude, honestly, I might I might have to say Katy Perry just because of the one that got away. And that's it. That's I why I would say. I love that song. Bro, I couldn't live without that song. That song is that song is actually so good. It's almost flawless. It's like, it puts me in my bag, bro. And like, I'm not even like sad about anything that she, she would be talking about. I don't know, man. It's just like that era and the nostalgia. It's like, I, I have so many memories around that time too that that song really uh, touches on for me. 
All right, so I know it's still Kid Cudi, but I, I guess this can fall under something else because it's him and a band. Mm. Uh, Kid Cudi has a band. It's like a side band with Dot the Genius, I'm pretty sure of. Dude, Ethan. Stop uh, slapping the couch. Um, I have my arm out and I'm moving my arm around as I'm talking because I, I, I do that. He keeps slapping the couch, bro. No one's talking. I'm 28% Italian, so I move my hands around when I talk. All right. Talk with your hands. So he's a band called Wizard, W Z R D. And yeah, I could listen to Wizard, the Wizard album all day, every day. Just wanted to say that. I drove to it last night and ended up crying. But it he felt did. good. He came back home and his eyes were all puffy. I was like, bro, what happened? My he face goes, is still swollen. He goes, wizard, man. And I was like, you Well, know that's what? not the reason I was crying. I, I, Every once in a while, you need a good cry. You know what I mean? Wizard, I, wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting to, but th- then I started listening to that album. And I started getting really deep into thought. And then I had a few realizations that kind of just came out of nowhere. And honestly, we're so major that they probably are going to change the course of my life and, and the, the way that I think. And it happened while I was listening to the album, which was the perfect it was, album. It was a good cry, to. though, yeah? Yeah, it was. What were those major thoughts and changes? Um, it's like a crazy story. I don't know. Maybe I'll... I think... I, I think Maybe we could save it. Uh, yeah, it might be too deep to get into right now, just because of the way... I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to need like a full podcast to tell this story. Mm-hmm. If, I, if, I, if I ever do, it's like very personal to me, so I might save it, but... Uh, save it for myself, but we'll see. Well, on another note, um, huge video, the the Zoom twin video. That's uh, congrats. <laughs> that was a lot. Dude, um, thanks. That, that video was so fucking fun. I think because it was like, it was like a legit party. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like I haven't had social human interaction in the past two months. And I was like, I had to step outside my comfort zone a little bit to get onto that zoom call. Like I was like, I was nervous, not going to lie. And okay. I want to say that I am un- unbiasedly convinced that every identical twin on the internet is the nicest person ever. Mm. Every single person in that zoom was so sweet with, with responding to us and, and like being down for it, even though we didn't really specify exactly what was going to be happening. They all showed up. We're so positive and so ha- like we just had such a great time and everyone was so nice. Um, and I was like, "What the fuck? I've never met this many nice people." And then they all had a a, a second person of them that Dude, was also just as nice. You want to know? It was really fucking random. I was like, so we took three days to set everything up, and from the idea to the execution, yeah, three days. So I had a DM. How many sets of twins did we have? Twelve. There was more than that that I was communicating with, but some just couldn't make the call. So I was DMing about 15 sets of twins. And then I was getting their numbers. Then I was texting them because that was what I was in charge of for the video. And Grayson's just fucking lazy, so he didn't do it. That's not at all I was reaching out to everybody, and I was communicating with everybody. And then I was writing all these texts, and I was copying and pasting them to everybody. And then I was trying to remember which twins responded in which way and then which ones I needed to give more information to. I was going freaking insane. But then once I had everybody confirmed, I was like, okay, now I have to get everybody on the Zoom call. What if my fucking Wi-Fi crashes? And then, like, I, I was just panicking. Luckily, everything went well. But the one thing that I was freaking out over the most when the, it was Zoom day, was it was so stupid. I was like, bro, what if I press call and my nose just starts gushing fucking blood? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> bro, because in the shower that morning... 
I was taking a shower and I guess because like the hot steam mixed with like the dry air and whatever and I'm also on like pretty it's, heavy it's his acne, acne medita- yeah. medication it's my acne meditation yeah it's meditation yeah, it yeah calms them down yeah every time i meditate my nose starts bleeding um no i i'm on i'm on like pretty strong acne medication and it like makes me very dry all over and i guess also in my nasal passages so when i got in the shower that morning the hot steam mixed with my dry nasal passages causing my nose to start gushing blood and i've never had a nosebleed in my entire life um i started getting them when i started taking this medication and i've talked to my doctor he said it's normal but grayson punched me in the face and broke my nose when we were in like seventh grade didn't have a bloody nose Uh, i was having a baseball catch with my uncle one time on father's day at a family party and he threw a ball and i didn't catch it and it broke and i got hit me in the face and i broke my nose had to go to the hospital and i caused a big scene and then and it never bled and then i broke my nose another time wrestling never bled all three of those times my nose never bled then I get in the shower and my little bitch ass nose decides to start gushing blood on Zoom day. So I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, dude, if I press like call and like all these people are showing up, they're taking time out of their busy schedules. They don't really know what's going on yet. They've agreed to do this because they're sweet. And I'm like, dude, if I ruin this by fucking just start, I start like bleeding large, been large amounts of blood all over like my shirt and my face and my body as soon as they answer the call. That's going to be really fucking weird. Plus, I told everybody, like, hey, guys, there's like kind of like the people that wanted more information. I was like, yeah, there's like a little surprise that uh, just just kind of bear with me. And they're like, OK, I'm down. Like, what if they thought the surprise was me bleeding all over myself? <laughs> like, <laughs> just, what a surprise, man. Bro, Jeez, you could it just would have been the weirdest thing. It would have been the weirdest thing. And then I would have had to like plug my nose up with a big tissue and me and Grayson wouldn't have looked identical. I don't know. I just freak out over the dumbest things. Yeah. Um, but guess what? My nose didn't bleed. Right, we had a successful Zoom party. Ever, and you also spoke with your hands the entire time. But I wasn't slapping ro- the couch. Was roasting me for. I, I wasn't, wasn't slapping the couch. I wasn't going like this. Yeah, so, you know, and... Uh, I don't do that. I wasn't doing what was it, uh, right. What was it like to be identical again? Like, you know, to dress the same and kind of... Because it's been, it's been a little while, it's right? It's been a while. Yeah, it honestly feels cool because we have that. It's almost like a little power. It's like a, it's like a hidden talent that we can look like another person that exists. Right. Um... Yeah, uh, it is. Yo, cool. So this video, basically the, the twin video, the Zoom one, that was so fun to make. And it came from an idea that I had a few, I want to say months ago, like two months ago, which was actually I had this idea like four years ago. And then I, I, I don't know where it got left behind, like in the back of my brain, but it came, it, it emerged again two months ago. And it was to get every single identical twin on YouTube like who, who does YouTube and stuff like that, like we do, together in one place at the same time wearing all the same thing. And then to go into public and like freak singletons the fuck out. Because like it's already freaky enough if you see identical twins for some people in real life or they're just really like infatuated with the concept of twins and they're like, like whoa, like this is crazy. Because it is a weird concept. Like it's too living human beings that look the same um, and have the same DNA and all that shit. And it's fairly rare, so it's kind of weird to see. But imagine seeing 50 sets, so 100 people, and then 50 of them all looking the exact same to one another. I think if there was an old old woman in that crowd, she might pass out. Well, that's not not (laughs) safe, so we're going to try to avoid that. No, like not... Yeah, yeah, she she might freak the fuck out. Um, a couple of people would probably think they're tripping balls. Yeah. And a couple of people probably would, you know, maybe be a little under the influence in public and be like, yo, this is the best shit I've ever fucking smoked or some shit like that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dude, on the, on the real, that could be think like... Think about what people could definitely be a thing. 
<laughs> Yo, we should go somewhere. Like, I want. I mean, this is this is this is far fetched, but imagine, imagine, like, there's there's certain parts of the world where twins are like really rare. Is that like, true? Yeah, and, and they're more common in other parts. So imagine we went to like. A, Wait, where? I want to know. I don't know. Yeah. I have to look it up. But imagine we went to the city where twins are like never really found, and then we just fucking walked around. The least populated. All of us together. Populating the least populated twin city. Yeah. With twins. What do you think people would do, bro? They think they're in like. They think aliens came. Bro. Ryan, can you note that title? Yeah. Also, the highest um, area of twins is West Africa. Yeah. So what's the lowest? Um, we'll find out. I think I knew that. I, I think I knew that somewhere in West Africa. Africa. There was the, there was the I wonder why place. that is. Yeah. That's very know. interesting. That's so random. Yeah, and the identical twins is a mutation, so it's like, it's, it's like they're I don't know, it's not genetic. Yeah, it's fucking, that's weird. Maybe there's just like something in the air. Yeah, in the hemisphere. The highest yeah. state, Connecticut. Oddly enough, of all places, yeah, has the most like twins and the most births is actually California. Wow. wow. Charlie so, and Dixie from Connecticut, so maybe that's why they look alike, but they're not dude, actually twins. yeah. Charlie and Dixie were the last to join the Zoom, and dude, they, they came in looking so alike. More alike than Grayson and I, for sure. I was like, uh, I sent them a message, and I was like, hey, can you guys just look alike? Like, I think this would be really funny, and I, I didn't expect them to come in literally identical. That was amazing. Uh, thank you, Charlie and Dixie, for coming in and doing that. That was so funny. Um, also, Vietnam, lowest country, uh, the country with the fewest twins. Yeah. 6.2 per 1,000. 6.2? You mentioned you have a point two twin. <laughs> it just kind of looks like the other one. Dude, <laughs> we should go to Vietnam. Oh, dude. dude. That would be the most random shit of all time, but I'm kind of down. We we should like get out of like a weird-looking car that doesn't exist there, too, so they... Another idea that just Gra- mess everything up. Another idea that Gray and I had about the whole twin thing is like we. Want- but I don't know if we should say this because we mu- we're actually trying to make this happen. So why don't we just fucking say it? We're yeah, gonna say it. Give we're gonna try to make this happen. We want to do like a like a like a twin kind of competition thing, like the Twin Olympics, but like Not it's a- kind of like one of those like challenger type reality type competitive shows, but all of the challenges that the twins will have to do are like challenges that twins face. Or like like teamwork related twin challenges. So we should stop. We should stop it there because if this happens, like I love having a surprise element to the stuff that we work on. True. I don't want to talk too much in depth. I want to like, I want to like, I don't know. I, want, I like to make things exciting. Right. Surprises. Well, but another thing: also, were there any twins that you wanted that um, like couldn't make it um, or weren't able to, you know, uh, be in the video? Uh, the Martinez twins couldn't make it because they they released a song that day and they had a family dinner to celebrate. So I felt and it was also they're, they're from Spain, so it was like two in the morning there, and I felt bad. Not true. Um. So, but shout out to them; they're really nice, and they uh they, they were gonna be there, but just didn't didn't work out. Next time we'll get them. I also think it would be really cool if we had Jack and Finn, the OG twins oh, of YouTube. Oh wow! Yeah. Nostalgia. I um, think I, I think they had a I think it was just Jack's channel, but he also just had an identical twin. Yeah. They're like um, the OG twins. That would have been cool. Jack's Gap. Um, how about how about the Sprouse twins? That'd yeah, be that'd be cool. Day. I mean, I, they don't. I don't. They don't really do much on YouTube. But, but hey, why not? But hey, like identical they're, they're twin in the entertainment industry. So like, every twin in the entertainment industry, just every twin. Like fuck, do sports sports count too? We can like. Are there any tw- like identical twins like in professional sports? There's um basketball players named the Lopez brothers in basketball. 
Are they um, twins? Yeah, Robin and Brooke. Oh, that's dope. And they're huge. They're like seven one each. That, wow, that looks crazy. Yeah. It's nutty. Got to get really them in the crowd when we go out with the hundred twins. <laughs> that would be that would be baffling, uh, literally baffling. And then, uh, did you have like a favorite moment of the? I mean, because it seemed like it went perfect, which is crazy for those things. Did you have like a moment where you were like, "Oh yeah, this"? Was it like when people started joining the call and they were I just dressed love, the same? I, I just love that. Yeah, by time like the eighth set joined, everyone was just laughing, and it, it, I, I had a smile on my face the entire time. You couldn't not because it's there. just so it, ridiculous. It was like the best party. It was like it was like it was so fun. Also, I want to give a fucking solid shout out to our our new editor Nolan, who actually he edited our first ever YouTube video. That's not even on our channel anymore because it got copyright claimed, so we had to take it down. But our first he he edited the first video that we ever made and or second video I think it was whatever it was. It's not on the channel anymore, sadly. But he's fucking back. Uh, and when 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 we got the the cut of this video back from Nolan, I watched it with the biggest smile on my face the entire time. Dude, he's a fucking wizard. It was just such a feel good video, and the, and and yeah, and Nolan's editing skills are. Uh, and no, this is not a fucking. This is not a meme. Our editor's oh my God, name yeah. is actually Nolan. We actually have an editor named Nolan. It's not Nolan. Dolan, oh yeah, but hey, fuck, Nolan maybe Dolan. hey, maybe it is. Guys, if we yeah, if we ever say like, hey, Nolan, add a this in the edit. Um, that, that would just sound ridiculous. Yeah. Just uh, another thing to update you guys on. Our filmer, Kyle, hasn't filmed for us for a couple weeks now. Uh, he decided to step down as our filmer, so we're not going to be working together anymore. Just wanted to fill you guys in on what's going on in our lives because that's what we do on this podcast. You know, I don't think people realize how hard it is to get a video like that done in three days and, like, the stress that that brings mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah. because they see the final product. They don't see the insane amount of work that you guys put in. So I think that this is good so that they know that. I mean, I do. Well, I thanks, think that's Ryan. Kind of, wait, hold up, Ethan. He, Ethan's kicking me because he wants to talk, but I think it's my time to talk. Cause I just, cause, just cause I feel it. Just cause I feel that way. I think that that's also kind of the beauty of like video creation is that we deal with the stressful shit, but it makes it that much more rewarding when you see a final product of your video like that. And like, it doesn't it makes, look stressful. <laughs> and it makes, yeah, and it, and it looks fun. It brings a smile to your face even after you've gone through all this stress creating it. And and then it could also bring a smile to the viewer's face. And that's like, I think that's like part of, that's a big part of why I'm so passionate about video creation. And I don't know. I think we could, we could sit here and talk about the video creation process and it, it, it's interesting sometimes it's easier than others sometimes you, you watch a video that's you know 15 minutes long but you know our editor actually sat through eight hours of footage to get it there and then sometimes he's <laughs> he cut 16 minutes down to 15 minutes and that's even hard yeah it's just different every time but uh and and to set it up because I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to like, I just want to take care of the stressful part. But it's it's all worth it to me. I think all good things don't come easily. It's like working out. You don't want to fucking do 100 squats, but when your ass is looking juicy after, you, you're, you're, you're grateful that you did them. So there's always that reward mm -hmm. that, we, that we get back. But um, sometimes it's stressful. 
but it's always worth it. This video was like stressful, but it wasn't painful at all. Like I wasn't like, oh shit, like this part's taking forever. Like it was just like, oh god, I, I hope everyone responds. And I don't even know if stressful would be the word. I think it just is that fucking. It, it makes you feel alive. Mm. You know what I mean? It keeps on your toes. It, it makes you feel like you're you have a purpose when you're really grinding on a video and you and you want it to look a certain way, and then it it all comes around and it does that. That right there is like. Bro, look how that's fucking what it's like, about. Look how dry that big toe is right there. I need Ethan, some lotion. Ethan, what are you looking at your toe? Do you um have a video that you remember that was super stressful? Literally, it could have been years ago or something where you were like, "Oh my god, I don't know if we're gonna be able to get this done," and then you did. Oh man, I mean, I think a lot of I think a lot of them through throughout the process, I, I thought that, um, but I honestly I love just embracing that feeling because when we do get the final product, it's like. Yes, let's go. And then when I sit around for like too long without making a video and like I'm not under that stress, like I get, I get sad. Like I want to be like challenging myself. Okay, I'd say the most challenging video that we've pulled off in the past year would probably be the van series. That was hard. That was hard. But it felt so fucking good, dude. And see, that's why I love YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, also survival. Yeah, that was that was tough too because the thing that made the survival series the hardest was the fact that we didn't eat. Yeah, holy shit! And we were in the extreme heat and everything like that. It was like it, that was the most physically taxing video that I've ever made. I was like, oh god! And it's like we we put ourselves in a real like high danger survival scenario, and then on top of that, you know, had to think about making the video and everything like that. That that video kind of naturally made itself because we just. Just film raw off the cuff moments, but physically that was probably the hardest video. And uh, emotionally, the documentary was very hard. Um, but that that's kind of like a, we knew that going in. Um, but the re the reward, the the feeling that we got from from that was like no other. Um, the music video that I directed and wrote and produced and everything like that uh, in 2018 was. That was like my first experience where a video like consumed me and everything that I had in me for the time it took until it was like wrapped. Um, like say I slept eight hours. Oh, I didn't sleep eight hours a night when we made that. I slept like three and we shot all that inside of five days and it was my first time directing and I had to direct like on the first night, I think 150 individuals uh, and I had to write the script Script got deleted because my Wi-Fi crashed. And oh, then I shit. On Dude, you were freaking out and then about I, And that. then I pulled an all-nighter so that I can sleep on a flight. Because uh, we had a seminar thing in New York. And then I my script deleted, so I wasn't able to sleep on the plane. So I ended up pulling an all-nighter and writing the script on a plane. It, it, it was, like, crazy, but I, I just, like... I love, I fucking, when I think back that like, those are the best memories and the best feeling. Like I have, I felt like I had the, like the most purpose ever in my life at, at those moments, at those times. Yeah. So I guess it's a good like takeaway. Like whenever you're feeling really stressed out because of like your workload or whatever you're working on and it feels like you're never going to get it done. And like, you're like literally like physically and mentally like destroying yourself because you're trying to get something done. Just know that that is going to make you feel complete once you've finished the project it, it'll make you feel very purposeful yeah
It, it always does. It absolutely always does. It yeah. never it never isn't amazing after you complete a project that has been stressing you out. Uh huh. I think I think that just that's kind of like a law in, in life. Is like the lows make the highs feel um, like good. That's like that's why good things are good because bad things exist. Like I had a not so amazing month of my life about a month ago, and we all know that we talked about it. You get you know you get down and stuff like that and wasn't it wasn't bad it was just like a it was a little lull but recently like a lot of work that I was putting in started paying off uh, on like personal things and and like business things and it just like I was driving the other day and I just was reflecting by myself and I just like my appreciation for the good that I was receiving from the universe. It was just like so high. And I was like, Oh my God, I feel fucking amazing. Like I felt like tingly inside and I still can like, I still had that feeling right now. And it just last month I couldn't have like really imagined feeling this way, but it, I knew that it was going to come around because it always does. And I don't know. It's just like that bad month really now makes me have an even greater sense of appreciation for, for for how I'm feeling currently. Some business advice that kind of ties in with that that I've received from my mom. Um, I, I try not to have business conversations with my mom because, I don't know, I just... Family and business is a weird thing. It's a weird it's thing. Like, it's like a mix. It's, I don't know. Like but, my, mom, my mom tells me YouTube video ideas and then I, I cringe so fucking hard that I curl up on a ball on the floor and then I'm like, Thank, love you, mom. Thanks. <laughs> no, but sorry, mom, if you're listening. I, I, I love you, obviously, but... Um, we, I, I couldn't cut hair and if I cut hair, you definitely cringe at it. So, um, that's what our mom, mom owns a hair business. salon and she has owned it for over 20 years. And that's really fucking cool to have a businesswoman mom. And so I was like going through a tough time. Like, I don't know what to work on right now. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what I'm working for. I'm not seeing like any, anything come of it. And she's like, she told me that what you're working on now, you will be rewarded for in three months. So work hard now and expect to see the change in three months. Yeah. These things don't happen overnight. Yeah. So, and I was like, that's, that's really, that's really cool. And I just, and if you make sure that you're, you're working on something every month, then the three months to follow that, three months to follow that, three months to follow that, you'll be rewarded. So it's just reward after reward after reward. That's why, like, I, when I get in times where I get like burnt out or in like lulls and stuff, it, I, I remind myself that, you know what, I'm going to do something now so that in three months I can feel these benefits. I can chill the fuck out. Yeah. And I think that's what everyone's working towards is just chilling the fuck out eventually one day in, in life. Mm -hmm. But I don't even know if I will chill, if I will chill, yeah. but that's just the type of person I am. It's type so my brain's wired. I don't really like to chill. I always like to be doing things that makes me feel purposeful and has a return. Speaking of not liking to chill, Grayson and I are re-obsessed with making a bunch of videos. Yeah. One after another, after another, after another, after another. It's just, it's feeling so good right now. I guess maybe because we're quarantined or whatever. I don't know. I just love making videos and we had to just take some time to figure out what videos we love to make. And now we figured it out, and we're we're going crazy, dude. It feels like 2014 again. When I will <laughs> hey, stop clicking, Ethan's cracking his toes with his toes. Stop. That. No, no, no right I'm not. Now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just he's folding his toes together. Like he's like, like you cross, uh, you fold your hands. He's folding his toes. 
Stop that. Just my chill position. It's, it's, it fucking looks weird. It looks like tentacles. It looks weird. You're allowed to... Dude, I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want with my toes, bro. All right. Well, your toes distracted me. I'm trying to get back on track. Well, um, oh, back- it feels like 2014 again to me. Like, when I when I first was, like, just truly inspired to create content and, like, it, uh, back then it was Vine. And now it's, like, I have the fucking strongest second win and it honestly, is it, it feels even stronger than the first time ever. So... No, you just got to take time to, like, readjust and reinvent. And yep. now that we know that, we'll... I don't think we're ever going to get burnt out yeah. again. People always talk about, like, creator burnout, and yeah, it exists. But I think reinventing is the solution. The solution, at least for, for me. And, and it's tough to figure out, though. The worst part about The worst part about burnout is just not knowing what your next step is. Because you learn your your brand and what you do so well that, like... You know exactly what needs to go into every single video, even the duration of your videos. You know how much content you have to film to trim it down to that that uh, that time. But as soon as you decide to take that next step and, and switch it up a little bit, you lose everything that you just built. You lose all of your muscle memory. Yeah. And then you just have to rebuild it. And now I'm what I'm trying to say is I feel like we've rebuilt it, so now it's just time to go. Speaking of going, there's some interesting news. I was like looking up some random things to bring some conversation up. And I thought this was interesting because I'm a big bug guy. The insect population over the last 30 years has gone down 27%, which is alarming. I wanted Wait, to know in, your thoughts. The insect population. Yes, in the past it has gone 30 years down. Or 30 days. 30 years. No, not 30 days. That would be insane. But over the course of 30 years, it has gone down almost 30%, which is alarming. Is it? Is it? Because of, like, pollution and shit? Probably, man. Well, they said that it's it's more because of us over climate change, like, in terms of how hot it is and, and things. But they're not exactly 100% sure of why it's happening. But people are kind of freaking out because, you know, we need we need bugs. We need yeah. insects. And to be yeah. honest, dude, that's why we're vegan. Um, I'm vegan for ethical reasons and also, environment, and also health reasons. Um, one of the ethical reasons being environmental pr- uh, preservation, you know? sustainability Um, like i don't know i watched a really interesting documentary called game changers and it explained all the environmental benefits of being vegan one person being vegan how one person can make such a large difference and i even tweeted about on earth day um that i saved i think what was it like two hundred thousand gallons of water over over a hundred thousand gallons of water so over a hundred in six months you say just being just being vegan for six months and it's nuts and uh i got a tweet also from an environmental company and they told me that you also saved over a hundred thousand animals over a hundred animals i think it was which is fucking awesome dude and that's lives are precious winter. how long will it take you to save a thousand five years dude and all and all you have to do is that's just eat better tasting food honestly <laughs> honestly honestly Everyone's always like, oh, like, I'm afraid. I had a friend who was like, I, dude, I want to go vegan because he's been dairy-free for a while now. He's like, where do I start? And I'm like, You're, you start with your favorite dish and you just Google vegan version of it. And they have it. Yeah. It's pretty simple. I think a lot of people are intimidated to start because they think they're going to like lose out on their favorite food, which is like pizza or something like that. But You know what I've also noticed that's not right? It doesn't sit well with me. People feel like they're giving up their own rights to eat whatever they want when they're going vegan. When... Mm, you're completely stripping animals of their rights when you're not going vegan, which is like, 
if people decide not to be vegan, if that's how they were brought up and stuff, and that's all you know, like just like me six months ago, then that's, it's totally fine. But if you're the type of person that feels like you're getting your rights taken away from you, just kind of think that, you know, animals should, they, they deserve rights too. They're another walk of life, as, as Grayson would say. Yeah. <laughs> Wrongly say. Um, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, 100,000 gallons of water in six months alone. That's just me. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy, that's a crazy difference. I think it just feels proud of it. It just feels good to to give back to the environment and to these animals. And Dude, I, I, I even have a ta- I even have a tattoo now that says "Be kind to every kind," and it is the is the cutest tattoo that I have. It's a little cow. And it has a little cow, little chicken, and a little chicken, and a little pig. Dude, I want to get a pet pig. Really what would you bad. name the pig if you got Lester? It? Oh, nice. Yep. Less of that. If less red. If there is a um one bug or insect that you would be like the most bummed that if it went away, um, do you have a choice of bug or insect? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. I I really don't know. Favorite, um, for me, it'd be a ladybug. Favorite oh, bug? Ladybug. You like ladybugs? Favorite bug? I'm a big ladybug guy. Dude, my sister, growing up, had the room on like the back of the house, and for some reason, the sta- like she had the, the there was a stairwell in her room as well, like going down. She had like she had two rooms. I don't know. She's old. Older sister gets the, the best room, obviously. Baller. Uh, yeah, but she had a ladybug infestation issue. Every spring, there would be literally 1,000 ladybugs in her stairwell. Dude, but the thing is, I'd let ladybugs crawl all over me because they're adorable and harmless. So like, And good luck. And good yeah. luck, yeah. Ryan, that's a, good, that's a good call, dude. You know what? I would say butterflies. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be sad if there we also no butterflies. Dude, bees too, bro. Dude, I would say caterpillar because guess what? But it is a fucking butterfly at the same time. That's that is the coolest point. shit ever. Yeah. Also, I used to call caterpillars calipillars when I was young. Do we all have those words that we don't realize are pronounced completely different and we've been pronouncing them wrong for like 10 years and then you realize and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, dude, mine mine was supposedly... Um, I didn't know how it was spelled until I was in like, bro, this is fucking embarrassing, in middle school. So I was like in seventh, sixth grade, um, which is 12 years old, 13 years old. And I... Thought it was supposedly. Supposedly? Yep. That dude, my family pronounces shit wrong. My mom doesn't say drawer, like a thing that you pull out of a cabinet. She calls it a draw. D-R-A-W. And I said, mom, spell that real <laughs> quick. And she said, D-R-A-W. And I said, no, that's what you do with a pencil and colored pencils. You, It's a drawer. And that was new to her. And then also, I, when we were doing the garden stuff, we had to get another wheelbarrow. Mm-hmm. And my mom asked me what I was doing with this because we were surprising her with the garden. She said, what are you doing with that new wheelbarrow? That's what I say. You say wheelbarrow? Yes, dude. I honestly do. Well, you are wrong because it's wheelbarrow. W-H-E-E-L-B-A-R-R-O-W. Dude, the East Coast just has a new way. It just has a different way of fucking speaking. We invent things. You literally. They call wheelbarrows here. Oh, I used to say I used to say bungle up instead of bundle up when I was little. B U N G L E, like bungle, get bungled up. Um, I think that's because my mom used to say it that way. I don't know. It's funny though. There's a lot of things on the East Coast that they just they, oh, there's just there's so up. there's so much. There's so many. There's always a word I couldn't didn't know how to say. Right, and it was if if there's a lot of lightning outside, would we would you say lightninging? <laughs> like I never knew how. Yeah, like you it's lightning outside, or it's, it's lightning outside. 
Uh, I would just yeah. say I would just say there's a lot of lightning going on outside. Okay, I, I wouldn't even take one. the risk at that point. I would say, bro, there's bolts coming down from the clouds all over the fucking place. <laughs> it's bolting from the sky. Yeah, I would say uh, I would say look outside. That looks like something that's never been done before. There's lightning hitting a um, wheelbarrow. There's like yeah, there's lightning um, hitting a uh, hitting a pot of, a, a pan of pasta outside right now. There you go. <laughs> Dude, that, like, that's done. Lightning striking pasta. You think that's oh been my done? gosh, I don't know. That could be an NBD. Speaking of NBD, I think it's about that time. It is always that time. All right, so we're gonna play this game called NBD, which uh, is us trying to think of things that have never been done in the entire existence of planet Earth by any form of, by any walk of life you can't be too specific it's a, it's a game created by myself yeah called nbd n- never been done um and i guys I, I could probably tell you something that's probably never been done oh he wrote this down no one has ever used a leapster do you guys remember leapsters yes of course a little computer right no it's a it's a it's a little it was like the og gaming device for like little kids and ah. it was like, no one has ever used a leapster as an eye patch <laughs> oh my gosh well uh i don't know man what if man, someone see that's tough what if someone looked was playing a leapster and there was a pirate in the game that they were playing and then they held it up to their face and were like mom look i'm a pirate Arr. i highly doubt that grayson i don't know bro i kind of, I kind of remember myself doing that, bro i think like, i won can you just fucking give it to me I don't know. It's tough All because right. what it like? Okay, what if someone was trying to block something from hitting their eye with the leapster? That's technically the point of no an eye fucking patch. way, dude. Leapsters were only around for like two years. That's like, the thing. From the, an Earth there, gun. A, a, in Earth's three point four billion years of existence, I'm pretty sure that's something like that. Um, only only two years of didn't of that, it have like a pen? Entire, two years in that entire time, leapsters were a thing. It didn't have a pen on a, on like a string that came out of it, and so you would use that as the strap to hold the eye patch up. There's no way it would be able to be held up for that. <laughs> also, the leapster's bigger than a fucking kid's face, bro. That's why it didn't happen. <sighs> All right, I'll give it to you. That could be. It's a, we'll put it as the possible list. How about that? We can All let right. the audience decide. But that's a that's possible. That's a very good one. How about Ryan, you, Gray? I I said mine. A lightning striking a pot of pasta. Oh, that was your. <laughs> I feel like that's happened, dude. But picture like spaghetti like, outside, and then pff, it's cooked. <laughs> I don't That'd know be if the fastest would probably get fried, get burnt as hell. I don't know. I mean, if it hit a kitchen and there was pasta in a pantry, then yeah, but I don't know. Maybe that's reasonable. I have one, and then uh, Holly has one. So Holly said, and this was specific, so I'll make it a little less specific, so but it made me laugh. Guys, Holly Holly is not on recording with us right now. She's a listener of the podcast, and who she tweeted, tweeted us an MBD. And so thank you, yes. Holly. Thank you, Holly. She said, um, I bet no one has ever eaten a block of cheddar cheese out of a bag in the back of an ambulance. Which, uh, no, which it's I happened. Think, yeah, I think it's happened. Dude, but in an ambulance, when are you like, fuck, dude, I need medical attention, but I need a block of fucking No, 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 no. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be the, the patient. Yeah, it could be like, could be Or I have to be giving someone medical attention. You know what, dude? Oh, oh no, I know. An ambulance sir, saves someone in a survival scenario who hasn't eaten in, we- in a week. And says, oh, I only have this block of cheese left over from my lunch. You're reaching so hard. I just think that someone who was like driving the ambulance (laughs) around. I have have something. I have a funny story. I saw this. Okay, so I was watching a survival show. And there was a guy who 
was he he got stranded in like a desert in a mountainous area in the desert and he didn't eat for a full week and then he was survived by a helicopter an ambulance helicopter you say rescued you mean rescued not rescued survived. not survived he he did survive and was rescued <laughs> by the helicopter the ambulance helicopter and when he got into the helicopter the co-pilot gave him a ham and cheese sandwich to eat it because he was so hungry See? and that actually happened because yeah, I watched so, it was a true story so that's definitely been done then. If that happened, then this has happened. Probably, man. Some and someone also on their off shift, just like like a couple of people driving the ambulance. You know what I mean? A couple of people in the back. One guy in the back taking a lunch break, eats a block of cheese because he fucking loves cheese, and he's an EMT. Which uh, I don't know, man. Switch to vegan cheese. I think you'll like it. But I next- think um, one thing that I feel like hasn't been done, and I honestly, because I think this is hard. Is no one has ever knitted a microscopic pair of socks for an ant. Think about that one hard. Bro, I'm I YouTuber. don't know. I've seen a video of someone getting a leash on a fly. I have. <laughs> Damn it. I've seen that. With floss. Did they knock the fly out? How did they how do they like <laughs> I think they stunned it. it or something like that? They like went it and it like froze up and then they, they got a leash on it with dental floss. How big would socks have to be for an ant? Because it's still possible, well, but not, it would have to no, be. I mean, it's not possible. They don't make th- they bug. don't make thread fine enough. Not even not even spider silk like spider silk is fine enough, and that's a fine. Here's the issue: when you search socks for a bug, it's like socks that keep bugs away. Socks on a bug. Oh my gosh! What if they knitted small socks f- for ant repellent? I That'd be kinda, cool. I can kind of play with your words there and 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 find a way that. It, it's still possible, but not not for the use of an ant. For the opposite of that, and the to get rid one. of the ant. Bro, I searched, I searched socks on a bug, and it came up socks on a bush, and it's George Bush wearing socks. So, what? I don't know. Man. Right. Well, I, I don't learned. know, man. Maybe maybe you got it. I maybe think you got, got it. it. I think Ethan's has Ethan had the best one um, today. I think I think if I had to pick a winner, the Leapster was. <laughs> Right on the line of too specific, but not. But it was it was good. I think yeah, that was man. that was your best one yet. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking with so. that line, man. That borderline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know well, what? Thanks everybody sent in stuff. By the way, yeah, it's very you. they're thanks fun everybody. to read. And keep thanks. tweeting. Keep 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 tweeting. Keep, yeah, tweeting. keep tweeting them in, please, because they make me laugh. Yeah, that was a good one. Um. And also, I'd like to give a giant thank you to our. Dedicated podcast listeners, for example, Sahar, S A H A R, Sahar, shout out to you. Live for Greethan or live live for Greethan. Wait, live whoa, or live? Whoa, whoa, what? Yo, they're spelled the fucking same. Oh, I don't know, man. Could I be, think Sahar could be meant live. live. I think Sahar. I used live. I used the less probable pronunciation, but it could be live. All right. That's live for Greethan or live for Greethan. If I ever said live for Greethan, Ethan would roast me. I'm just unroastable, so. And also, Mia. What's up, Mia? Go ahead, how do you spell it? M-I-A. There it is. Like she's almost missing in action. Yeah, it could be. Or it, it could be Mia or it could be missing in action. Yep. So, uh, Mia, I hope you come back. And that is at Mia McJaro. Shout out Mia. Wait, yo, can I shout out some other people, bro? Yeah. Can I read them? Yeah, I wonder how Grayson's going to pronounce this next one. Des. I thought he was going to say yeah, des. What... I thought he was going to say des. Des. That's what I was waiting for, just des. 
Des at Homely Grant, thank you very much for for the support of the podcast. We appreciate you listening, and we love you. This next name looks really cool, and I'm going to give it my best go. Lucero. Mm. Let me let me see. It's probably Lucero. No, it's not no, Lucero. I think Lucero. Okay, but I could. You know, well, it's all, all all three. We're going to say all three. You know who you are. Love yourself eight eight at love yourself eight eight. That's, that's a, a nice, yeah, that's really nice spreading name. positivity. That's what we like to see. Yep. So shout out to you for that and for listening to the podcast. Love yourself and just I love you also. So you get both. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. We we podcast every week and it comes out every Tuesday. That's about all I got to say. If you guys haven't seen the twin video. Um, if you want to go watch it, that's what we were talking about pretty much this entire beginning of this episode. And uh, it's one of my favorite videos that we've ever made. And also, there will be more to come. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Also, yeah, if you... Oh, sh- shit. Sorry. If you want to be shouted out in next week's podcast, you got to tweet the link to this podcast so we know that you listened to it and, and heard me saying this. And then the hashtag Deeper with the Dolan Twins on Twitter. And then also, if you want to do it on Instagram, we're going to look there too. So if you want to like... Uh, post on your story that you're listening to the podcast or if you are listening to the podcast and you post it on your story we'll find you and we'll shout you out Uh, I just wanted to add that in and uh, yeah we love you guys and we'll talk to you next week peace out